And welcome back to the Engage A podcast. Always joined here now by Robbie Elliott. Robbie, say what's up. How's your day, Ben? Uh, what's up, man? It's been good. Been good. I've been excited to talk about this one. We've been hyping up this week for a while now. Yeah, maybe a little bit too much hype, you know, one of your upset three for one upset picks as a group, which is really good. But, you know, LSU, they just decided to look a lot better than whatever they've shown this season. So especially in that week one game. So but I mean, good for their program. They still could win the West. So that's good to see. The West is a wide open division right now. So definitely uh from some other teams and we'll get into the whole sec debate later but first what i'm here to talk about is what to think of the colorado buffaloes while i was that with... was the thing that i just said i was i was like you know what we'll just wait let's just yeah, well, me and robbie were discussing you know i did not have the greatest games of uh golf today let's just say the least but <laughs> no this this colorado team man like, yeah, they're good, right? They're a top 25 team. They've proven Absolutely. every reason not to be ranked in the top 25. However, this week's matchup against Oregon, first of all, is going to look a lot different than it would with Travis Hunter, I feel like. I don't – I've heard I've heard so many different injury reports from very many different people on the internet. So I'm assuming it's anywhere he's going to be out for the next three games at least. That that's what I've came to the conclusion of. He's not playing be- against USC. He's not playing against Oregon, and he's probably not playing against Arizona. That's probably a fact. That's yeah. I think you can take from all the reports. But I think your statement about that this game looks very different. And yes, yes, it's one player, but he's essentially two players. Right, because he plays two positions, but he's arguably the best player on both on both sides yeah (laughs) yeah uh if this guy could play full-time at one position he would be we'd see unbelievable numbers and yet this guy still puts up unbelievable numbers playing both regardless wherever he's at right so it 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 changes things however i don't remember exactly how many how much time of that colorado state game was played without him because he did go back on the field um However, does that does that correlate from Colorado State, who has proven that this is a good football team? This is a very yeah, good like my, Colorado State, like they played two Pac-12 opponents their first weeks. I think yeah. they, like, I think this team this team was bad last year. Like, I don't think a lot of people remember. Like, this team was not like this was a very undesirable, very you know, not a great place to go in the land uh, in the all scheme of things, but. Now with under Jay Norvell, I mean, week one, yeah, you're probably going to look rough against a Washington State team that does have a lot of veterans on it and is returning a lot of pieces. And then, I, get, I mean, you put up a good effort against Colorado. Like, the Mount West, gallons of division. if you didn't know, they're a divisionless conference now. I learned that uh, the other day. But, like, the only team that I see is a clear cut, like they're going to make the Mountain West Championship is Fresno State. Fresno State's been phenomenal, even after Kalen DeBoer's departure. They're, so they're, they're a good team. Football team. And I mean, I'd say San Jose State, but they got a lot of injuries right now. So they're definitely not. After we won, man, it was sure as heck looking like it. But yeah, like you said. A lot of I don't think it. I don't think it's Boise. Like, well, we could have a sickos debate on one of these episodes later. But absolutely. But no, I mean, like, I think this Colorado team, like, 
offensively, I think they're going to be able to compete with Oregon. I don't think that... That's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I just... I know they've had a couple of offensive line injuries. I know their defensive line hasn't been particularly anything special. It's it's the one area that Dion says that give me give me seven guys a depth in that give me seven new guys that includes depth on the defensive line. He said this team is a team that plays in the national championship. That's he's been quoted saying that it's it's easily the biggest this hole. yeah biggest hole on this roster for sure. Yeah. I hate you know what I hate about this whole like whole media thing the Cormani McLean like bias like is he gonna be starting now that Travis Hunter is out like I'm pretty sure I was watching one of the pe- press conferences and he was just like it's just the next man up it's all it's all right. about who it's the next given opportunity uh, it's not and I don't like yeah, else. It's obvious like I don't think people understand like in the world of recruiting yeah there's five-star recruits that like don't hit either like Cormani could just be one of those kids right or he, like, he's there's five stars all over the country well, not, and yeah never put down like right yeah and I mean not just that I mean Cormani's just probably like one of those kids that also just like there's five stars that are basically rated off their potential not necessarily their product on the field in high school like yeah there's also that aspect of it either i mean you even look at caleb downs at like alabama like he's probably not ready to play either so no no yeah. it's i know it, it it bugs me too because it's so hard for a coach to receive that question and then be like because you obviously you don't want to talk down on your player right like that's oh, just not it's something you're you asking wanted. I hear this all the time from a guy I work with that used to play at Michigan. And he said, Harbaugh always told his guys in the media that whenever someone asks you to complain, compliment both guys, because if you ever start comparing, you're automatically putting one guy down. And it's the same situation, man. You literally are asking, okay, is Cormani starting? If he's not, now you're saying that he is worse than another player, which could be true. But in the media's eyes, they're going to portray that. They're going to attack it and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, Karani's not good, blah, blah, blah. He's a bust. It's just like, come on, man. Like, Right. This and is- I mean, he's just a freshman, too. Right. <laughs> right. Like, not everyone's Caleb, Caleb Williams caliber, man. And he didn't even start. I mean, you could agree that Spencer Rattler is like just as big of a star as Caleb in his freshman year. But yeah. and I mean, well, I, dude, I like I'm going to I got a bold take for later, but <laughs> we'll save it. Uh, we'll save it. We'll save it. Story. We'll give a little bit of the audience a little bit of a tease. But no, in all in all honesty, like he's a freshman on a team that absolutely, you know, their secondary hasn't looked great. I think it's more of a safety issue than a corner issue. And I don't think their linebackers can cover very well as much. They just allowed crossing routes all day. And it's hard like to play. Like, I mean, I don't really like, I don't really like take statistics on whether they play zone or man, but like, I was just going to say, but uh, Deion Sanders puts a lot of trust in his guys. He trusts his coaching ability. He trusts his DB coaches. And that's how he runs. He plays man. They run man a ton. Right. Dude. And I mean, everyone's, I mean, maybe you just leave a spy in there for, or something just for like something to hawk something over the middle. But yeah. like they got like, why shallow cross? Like if you, for you people that play uh football yeah. video games, like dude, that play just was ran to success all over Colorado's defense. And Nickel oh, is a good quarterback, dude. Like he did throw three interceptions in this game, but 
that doesn't tell the full story of like how really good that kid is. Like that kid could win. He could, how this game went. Yeah. Like he could be a mountain West offensive, like a mountain West, all first team guy. Like, I don't think that's crazy to say, Ooh, especially thinking of the other quarterbacks in Mount West. Like he's who's, who's better. Yeah. I don't think there's a guy. And after you play a game like that, man, your confidence is through the roof. Like right. he showed up. Everyone knows his name. He's going to be a quarterback that probably hits the portal and yeah. finds a bigger team, but why not? Right. Like, yeah. Like he's the Grayson McCall of the Mount West. And like, if Grayson, I think the only reason why Grayson McCall didn't transfer is from what I heard is like his academics, but yes, I heard the man does not perform in the classroom. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. But if you're trying to go to the league, I don't think the classroom necessarily not saying that we condone that here, but oh, we're no, just we don't saying... condone that, but it's logical to think that, yeah, if you're going to the league. Yeah. But no, be- honestly, I think this is also something for uh, Colorado to wait a little bit of, a, I think you like, you need a humbling down to earth moment too. And I think this only just proves like at the end of the day that Shador Sanders dude, is he- a top three Heisman candidate. Like, for sure, it, I don't think at, he's number one. I I, I got well, my until Caleb Williams loses again. I I, I wouldn't even we, say we get, the, we get the we get the answer to the question once. First of all, those I two, wouldn't say I wouldn't say Caleb Williams is the number one for me right now. If I had a vote, well, no, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> and I think we're gonna get we get that question answered too, right? That's a fit, that's a head to head matchup this year. Yeah, it is. A, so after this week against Oregon, I think the following week they go play USC at the Coliseum. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about USC. I'm talking about the guy you're talking about because oh, oh, yeah, Michael yeah. Penix Jr. Yeah, uh, that they game play was... each other, right? Am I wrong? Colorado and Washington do not yeah, play each other. For what I'm championship. Does USC play Washington this year? They do. Okay. Oh I'm telling you, man. The Pac-12 is like the best, the best league in in the nation right now. Like I, this is this is above. This is arguably like talent wise, like the pool of talent in this conference, dude. This rivals a lot of heavy SEC talent pools, like. These teams would and one, but like the one thing that really contributes to that one is the player development on all these staffs. First of all, like I think like there, there's definitely some coaches in the Pac-12 right now that are like, right, to go to rumor to go to rumor to go to MSU, which we'll get into later in the show. Now that uh, Mel Tucker has officially been dismissed and fired from Michigan State, we're just LinkedIn. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll be applying. Don't worry, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. But in all seriousness, like the player development and the transfer portal has been like the two like best things. And you know, if they only if this league got a me- good meteorite still, I don't know if they build on the consistency from this year to have very good and like a lot of high high end talent. But like, I mean, the talent like the Pac twelve has always had like talent consistent throughout the rosters. They just really never had the stars like this before. But like this year, they they got the stars. And yeah, absolutely. We're gonna look back on this year, this very year, and when they're all these quarterbacks are officially past their draft years, and be like, okay, we saw this conference have five quarterbacks go to the draft, six quarterbacks go to the draft. We're gonna see probably a good 
60 percent of them starting on nfl football teams right Sunday, probably for the, a long time a long time michael Penix jr is going to play a lot of sunday football right caleb williams Dodor sanders yeah uh, Bo Nix, in my opinion, could. Yeah, Bo Nix could. I, that's definitely for sure one. I mean, you more got you got yeah. on track. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, like you, the young guys like Rashada and more. Like I mean, Rashada, uh, they they have a lot of problems at Arizona State right now between injuries on their offensive line. Like they they looked bad on on Saturday. That that was an ugly game. But so did Oklahoma State too, who beat them the week prior. They lost to South Alabama. I thought about picking. I don't know if like I thought about picking that as an upset of the week, but I, you know, I, I I was pretty happy with my picks. So, all right, let's get into the, <laughs> let's get into the uh, SEC business. So, a couple of points that I wanted to bring up. One, obviously, we know the result of the Alabama South Florida game, and I kind of want to get your opinion on this before I give mine. Is what do you do in that locker room with everything that's happened so far that going into this season, and now what results have been put up this season? So I think my approach would be you eliminate all of the areas of uncertainty, the question marks. Who's our Who's our starting quarterback? Who's going to be our guys in the positions that have to be needed? You have to establish that as a coach. So that guys are done guessing. There's not, I mean, obviously quarterbacks coming into a football game, and I'm going to take this because this is the biggest hot table of the biggest dumpster fire part of this Alabama football team is the quarterbacks. Buckner, Simpson, and Milrow are all preparing every single week as if they're going to start, right? But, you know, it does help to know that, hey, I'm going to get the nod. Those guys the past three weeks, to be honest, like Milrow's job hasn't been a certainty the first three weeks. Obviously, he didn't start last game. I think you have to just, and this is what Saban did. He came out and said, Jalen Milrow's the guy, he's getting the start, and he's going to be the guy moving forward. That at least eliminates uncertainty and allows there to be some sort of consistency. They need to start building on small, consistent things. And the other thing is, is you have to have somebody. You, it's, it's Nick Saban can do all he wants, but we're learning that the young, the I guess the personality coaches, the younger guys are the ones who ignite a locker room. There's not a lot of that in Alabama. That's got to be a player. Saban's got to get a player. He's got to find that guy, whether it be Dallas Turner, whether it just be some veteran guy who's Malachi Moore's right. Played who played very well on Saturday. Right. You have to let those guys take over your locker room. You have to ignite. This team isn't loaded with talent. This isn't the Alabama teams that are putting 10 guys in the NFL draft. We're seeing four of them go in the first round. That's not this team anymore. That's not the image of Alabama. But this team still has guys that can play and they can compete because they're Alabama. They got the greatest high school, or they got the greatest college football coach of all time on their side. They can win games. This team can win 11 games, but you got to have someone find it within themselves. It's going to have to be, they're going to have to play with attitude. They're going to have to play with swagger and they're going to have to, you know, find a new identity because it's not dominant football. That's not their game anymore. You want to hear a, so here's something that I found very interesting. The average recruit at Alabama, according to uh, some athletic podcasts, I think it's called until Saturday. So this is their source of information, not mine. I'm just taking away from what I heard about this. So the average rank of an Alabama recruit, in a recruiting class is number 100, which is insane. And their blue chip ratio is 90%. Dude. So 
is it a development thing? There's been a lot of coaching turnover. I mean, there's always been coaching turnover at Alabama, right? But Absolutely. is it a Tommy Reese thing? Because that's that's kind of what I'm leading to believe. Obviously, yes, you don't have Bryce Young, you don't have Tua, you don't have Mac Jones. Like those quarterbacks are great. All this first round NFL highlighted by an individual, you know, that we're like talking. What individual is going first round in the NFL draft on that team? Like that we're I like made, really excited about. Like lot. Yeah, like, I don't lot think anyone on offense. That's for sure. Right. It's like Jalen Milrow isn't going. But it's like. That that's the thing. I don't think any of these quarterbacks are honestly because they've all been under the system of Bill O'Brien for the past couple of years, right? Yeah. And we'll I'll bring up his name later, but uh, he no, but like Tommy Reese, like he brings in Buckner, and like Buckner looked honestly, he just looked just as bad as Ty Simpson to me, like. Yeah, they, I, they all didn't look good. Yeah, I think Mel. I, I think honestly, Mel should be the guy going forward because he's the one that's like it's going to make plays when things go off script, right? Like Simpson, right. he's not going to be able to use his legs. He's not going to make some crazy off-platform throw. I mean, he's only a fr- fresh, freshman redshirt. Like you shouldn't really be planning on using him right no. away. Simpson's one of those guys that just has he like once he's in the system and learns it like. He's going to be good. Like, I think Ty Simpson honestly can be a future NFL starter one day. Like, he's got all the tools and potential. Buckner, I don't see it. I don't think he was good. He was not good at Notre Dame. He only really knew how to throw the ball. He's got to the ticket with his coach coming here. Right, yeah. And, I mean, Buckner probably should just re- – like, sorry to say it, kid, but you should probably re-enter the transfer portal and go play at a lower power I'd five level doing... or – like. Like, there's a reason why Notre Dame looks so much better without you. And I get it. He was hurt last year, too. And there's a reason why Drew Pine was a backup to a freshman this year as well. Like, that quarterback room was not good last year whatsoever. But, but, like, honestly, like, I would say, like, I've heard a lot of takes going to the running game. Who's their best running back? Like, McLennan? McLennan ain't no. Like, I'd say uh, the Robinson kid was better. Like you don't have a, I know James DJ, Trey Sanders is better than both these guys, and they had, yeah. had to watch him leave. Yeah, and I mean he's doing. I mean Amani Bailey's a stud running back at TCU, but like yeah. Sanders but is like compliments him super yeah. well. Yeah, like that's a great running back group, and if they had both those guys, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, stick to the ground game. But right. I mean they're playing a freshman who's been pretty decent, but. Like, it doesn't even matter because I don't think this offensive line is really that good to be. This, this goes back to the identity thing. Not only do you have to find your guy who's going to figure out your identity in the locker room, you have to figure out your identity personnel-wise. Like, you can't just be going to the game saying, oh, we're going to try and get this going and try and get that. No, no, no. You have to come into the game. And I'm sure these guys are doing this, but it's like we really haven't been able to see. Like, when these teams have been super good. It doesn't like it really doesn't matter what they say. It matters what's produced on the field. Like there's exactly, a reason exactly. why like a lot of people look dumb after some things they say because they're either proven wrong or it just doesn't right. go according to plan. It's it's tough, man. And it, while all of that, Lane Kiffin's just got to be like always just like in all, all making comments, dude. You see what he said about um 
T Robinson about him making the calls and, you know, Kevin Steele is just out there just in the press box, basically doing nothing. It's yeah. all to stir the pot. Like there's just so much drama in this Alabama team right now. And Lane Kiffin, you know, he's, he's always oh. Lane Kiffin's got to be the greatest personality in college football right now. Like, I just think him, him in prime time, man. It's yeah. Fun. Like watch. Other than primetime, of course. And Norvell like, can get in there too now. He yeah. to join that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Those I guys mean, this show. The, Those guys put on an absolute personality show. Dude, like, I mean, there's that quarterback show, right, on Netflix. They should do it with these college football coaches. It'd be so great. Kidding. I'd love to hear, I'd love to watch it, but a life, a day in the life of Lane Kiffin is like Lane Kiffin. preparing for Alabama. Okay, preparing for his recruiting. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I mean, this whole team, man, let's just get into that game a little bit. This whole team has got to be foaming at the mouth. The opportunity they have to walk in and put an end. They can literally put an end to Alabama season this year. And, I mean, we can talk when we're talking coaching, but I think this is it, man. I think this is Saban's end point. I think this is where we see him go. If he – okay. If he's not guaranteed a quarterback next year – I think he's gone. Like if right. he if he knows there's no like, because uh, I don't really know like a quarterback that's not going to the draft that would enter the transfer portal right now. But like, right. and they have a freshman coming, Julian Say, is a five star, won the won the Elite Eleven. He's the guy right now that is like their hope. But yeah, like what quarterback? They, but he's not gonna he's not gonna play as a freshman. Like you just don't no. play as a freshman at Alabama. I mean, maybe maybe he does. Like. It's definitely not out of uh, He's undersized. He doesn't have enough. I mean, they said the same thing about Bryce Young, but Bryce Young was being talked about as the number one overall draft pick when he's at modern day. This right. kid's yeah. not getting the same headlines. He's not Bryce Underwood. Right. Yeah. And my thing is, is like, unless you can get like a top 20 quarterback in college football. Right. I don't think like, and this is a great conversation that I love to hear is what quarterbacks in the transfer portal from last season would make this Alabama, who would be better for Alabama? I think the only like two, like for sure, because I don't think this quarterback class was good last year for transfer transfer portal wise. I think there was, I think it was really good skilled position wise in uh, secondary and linebacker pieces for sure. But it was, I think it would be Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman. Yeah. He's probably the best bet or, or Shador. That that's literally the only two quarterbacks I'd say that could actually the problem with Shador was he was just never he was never actually yeah. entering portal. This guy yeah. was he entered his name and signed the contract at the same Yeah, time. like I don't even think DJ makes this team much better. Like I just I don't think he's a great I don't think he's a great system fit. I, I think I don't think DJ makes this team better because I think DJ requires the exact thing Oregon State gets gives him. Right. Good receivers and a absolutely phenomenal offensive line you protect this kid sky's the limit of course i don't know with uh how good graham mertz is looking at florida kidding no he i mean he really didn't do too much after like the first couple possessions but he was slinging it out there for sure against mertz Mertz isn't bad but yeah like you said i don't think there's a transfer portal quarterback and i mean we can I they just, all they always banked on they hope Drake May would have entered and went there, which if he would have, uh, I still don't think like the receiving weapons are not good on this team. No, like but have Drake May in that Alabama room, they some receivers would follow. 
Like Keon, Keon could have got Keon could have gone to Bama instead. Of Keon would have been there in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> been there in a heartbeat. You kidding? It, yeah. Who else? No. Who? I mean, like, just uh, the Tyquan Thornton kid that transferred from Oregon to Tennessee. Like he wouldn't have gone to Tennessee. He would have gone to Alabama. Oh. JoJo Earl probably would have stayed. He's looking solid at TCU. I think Bell goes there. I think Jalen Wilson goes there. Yeah, there, there's definitely some kids that they go down, and maybe some kids enter the transfer portal, like you know. But Drake like made to stay loyal, and now he's yeah, mm, I don't know. He he actually looked good this weekend. Like I was, very, I was very excited to see what he did. he did throw two picks, but I mean he threw for over 400 yards, and yeah, Minnesota's not a bad defensive team either. Like no. that's the Big Ten West, but oh my god, did you see that uh Kramer pick? That he just <laughs> threw up that that might be the worst interception of all time. Like that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're getting a little sidetracked here. Uh, some other SEC business. So obviously, Florida getting the big win at the swamp at their home territory against Tennessee. There's there's some concern at Tennessee. Like, how good it really is this team? Tennessee? Yeah. Uh they're not good. I got and this is coming from a Michigan fan. I warned the whole country, man. I tried to tell every single person that was trying to buy into this. Joe Milton's the next Heisman. Joe Milton this. Joe, Joe Milton's going to lead us to a college football playoff. Like... Guys, guys, guys. Joe Milton won the game against Clemson for one reason and one reason only. When you don't have film on a guy and you have Jalen Hyatt as your receiver. Like, yes. Yeah. This guy, this guy was successful because the pieces on that team last year were absolutely unbelievable. I'm not giving, I'm not taking away credit from Hendon Hooker because Hendon Hooker is the main reason why they were even on that stage. But you don't have film on the guy, Joe Milton. Now everyone saw him play, so they saw him play a good game. What do you got to do? Make him dump the ball over the middle, eliminate the deep shot, pressure him a little bit. The guy can't win under pressure. And it doesn't help that there was two starting offensive linemen out for Tennessee in that game as well. So Florida definitely. And I mean, Florida, like they looked good defensively that game. Like if there's one thing that I could take away that game, like that defense is going to give a team like Alabama. Do they play Bama this year? I don't know. Uh, They played them the last two seasons, so I don't think they do. Florida, who do they drop? Like they're going to give LSU pressure this year. Like I think, and and they play Florida State. Like they're gonna get Florida State pressure. Like Wingo, like that kid, that kid dominated Florida State. Like I don't think Florida State's. And I mean, we just saw Boston College give Florida State some trouble too. Man, was that scary! Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, that that I didn't really get too much hey, eyes we, on that game. We said, it. we said it, man. Week three, we we're calling it a dud week, but we certainly weren't leaving out the possibility that this is the biggest trap week for every good team. Yeah. Every I think we said, I, I, I listened over to the episode. That, the only team that avoided that was the team that for some odd reason did not move up in the rankings. And that's Washington. Yeah. And which is weird because Penn state didn't look good. The only fact, the only like you can only score 20 points on t- off turnovers and you have five, five, like, I guess that's not a bad thing, but like you're only to- able to score 10 points on like, you know, normal drives like that's it's not a good sign, especially when you got when you're uh, taking on a very good defensive team that also needs to score some points here if they want to keep Ferentz, but uh, <laughs> as their offensive coordinator. But no, in all honesty, I don't even like to talk about the SEC too much because 
they might be okay. There's one more team before I say my crazy take. Uh, Georgia, did you you caught eyes on that uh, Georgia South Carolina game? Absolutely, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, like that. That, that is not. I mean, board. I okay. Oh yeah, this is one thing I wanted to say. Spencer Adler might be the best quarterback in the SEC. Uh, thank goodness somebody's pointing this out. Carson Beck, not no. I mean, nope. like the only quarterback uh, that like could really Jaylen be a def- could ra- could rival maybe Graham or, or Jackson Dart. I think Jackson Dart's good enough, but I, yeah, I think Jackson Dart proves that this weekend, dude. But I think I'm Jackson so sick of this Spencer Rattler. Like, dude, this kid deserves to go high in the draft. He's like, good. Give him Georgia's offensive line and weapons. That he's team's great. winning a national t- championship. Bro, even yeah, like there is no reason. Like he, he has I mean, no help. Like, can I we mean, look at the receiver room? He has no help. He has Juice Wells, and then no line. His line yeah, is... no line. I mean, they played better against Georgia than they did their first two yeah, weeks. And but that's like... actually a down. That's actually a negative comment towards Georgia because yeah, this right. offensive. This offensive line gave up nine sacks for North Carolina. North Carolina's got a good defense, but nine sacks, that's unheard of. Yeah. And if South Carolina like knew what a run game was, like they'd be they'd be fine. But I don't know. I mean, Georgia, well, I'm glad that they like, you know, showed some life. You know, they're they're like if they would have lost that game, like oh my. It would have shut I don't think game. I don't think Georgia, I don't know, because their their schedule is like the easiest thing ever. Like they play they play UAB next week, like and we're in week four and they're playing UAB. Yeah, like it's a, go, it's a disaster, but this team go give Trent Dilfer his money, but like the only team that like gosh, I don't know. Kentucky look good. I think they might be able to pose some trouble against their stoops just continues to like make Kentucky like the best team that they possibly can be. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Florida could give this team some trouble. Yeah. If Florida if Florida is able to run 75% as good as they did against Tennessee. I think they'll give them trouble. Hey, and you know Tennessee's gonna throw Missouri. Ooh. I like that one. I, I Missouri's do. good. Missouri's a sneaky good. Tennessee. Missouri's not Missouri. Okay, so Missouri's not. I think they're a top 25 team on like the low tail end of the top 25, but they're a team that's gonna just be like I watched that game against Kansas State. Probably the most even game of college football this whole entire year. Like literally, like Kansas yeah. State, like Missouri trading shots back and forth. Like they're both top 25 teams, right? Like they should both be in like they're both gonna be like anywhere from like seven to five to nine to three. Like, but they're teams, they're both teams that could sneak some upsets in there. They play Ole Miss. I that, that could be a loss, but I don't know because Georgia's secondary still looks fine. So like I'm not really worried. Tennessee, they'll be fine. Yeah, I don't I don't think this Georgia team is I, the powerhouses of college football for the past five to seven years are not going to be the same. Texas, Texas is going to be, I, I know they, what they did against. Okay. Wyoming. But why? I don't think like people discredit Wyoming. Like they, first of all, didn't beat Texas tech. Like take right. that into consideration. Wyoming's good. I will. Yeah. Say. Wyoming, like Wyoming's a actual right. quality football team. And I don't think people just like, I don't think they're willing to accept that. Like, I don't think people are willing to accept either that. Like if Colorado walks in and beats Oregon, like that is the turning point when we actually have to say that, like, because Colorado's ranked like 18th right now. Like, right, they beat they're ranked 19th. They right. dropped one. If they beat Oregon, you 
this team has to be talked about in the consideration for a national championship. We're talking about a high bowl, New York six, probably. Right. They talk, like they have to be considered with. The I don't, I just don't think they had the. I don't offensive know. Offensive or defensive line makeup to not necessarily make it. But I don't think to compete. I think this team plays with a different type of chip. This team plays with something like dude Shadour's just got something different in him. I I can't speak enough about that kid. He right. But I, I don't know, dude. Oregon, I mean they played nobody. Like we, we you can say nobody. that. Like they played Texas Tech, had a close game with them. I think Texas Tech's decent. And we know what Bo Nix does in big games, man. I'm sorry. He can't win them. He doesn't win these. Yeah, I I think I don't know if they beat Colorado. We'll discuss that. Uh, I believe tomorrow, but I I just I don't see that happening, quite yeah. honestly. But I hear you. But yeah, it's, but if it does happen, right? Yeah, we will have to consider them for a legitimate shout out. The co- yeah, conversation. But, like, but to be honest with you, a conversation to- that I would like to bring up before we uh. We recap our upset picks of the week. Is the Pac-12 a two-two bid for the college football playoff this year? No, absolutely. Yeah, you, you have. I, I truly think, I truly think this. This is a bold take, and this is, but I, I think we could see this develop. I don't think there's a bid from the SEC. I wouldn't go that far. I think there will, as long as if there's a two loss team, then maybe not. But I don't see a world where Georgia. I, I don't think Georgia's got it, dude. And I just LSU don't lose again. Uh, Alabama's yeah. gonna lose again. Ole Miss is not gonna. Not I don't gonna know. Win. LSU, if they could figure out their pass coverage, they could. They could actually look like a really good team. I know, but I. That's my bold take. Yeah, I, think, I I don't I don't just I like I like it, but because I think Florida State's a lock. Florida State's gonna win the ACC. Big Ten is it's Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State for sure. Like for like this, those three teams, especially like as much as I hate to say it, but like Ohio State is starting to heat up, and it's I like it's but like you said about the Alabama team, like they named the starter, but they said McCord's the starter, and look how. I mean, granted, Western Kentucky not a great defensive team, but they, but but Western Kentucky is typically an offensive juggernaut that puts up points and scares teams like trap week team. Ohio State just shut them down. Like I don't think there's any concerns about that pass coverage right now. Not right now. And Marvin Harrison Jr. I think it's official to say he's the best college football receiver again. Like had that dud week one, but yeah. Unless you want to say it's Roman Dunsey, then I'm not really going to argue because that kid Roman is Emmer, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I I watch Harrison, dude. And I I just give yeah, it away. like yeah, like it there is, is a it, it's a legitimate conversation that like he could if a team doesn't need a quarterback at one, like he could be the first first guy off the board in the draft. Like right. and that that's what that's what's going to make this so much fun is when we're able to talk about these guys, you know, after all the seasons wrapped up and everything. We watch these guys all season. We get to talk about them where we think they should go. So definitely gonna have some uh, draft coverage throughout. Obviously, the off season transfer we're portal gonna, stuff in Detroit, baby. Maybe uh, no, because that means we're gonna. That implies we're gonna be bad. 
of course. I, I, I yeah, I don't even want to talk about that game from Sunday. Uh, but no, okay. So let's get into our upset picks last week. Robbie, you picked Mississippi State over LSU. That did, that not. did not go according to plan. I don't think anyone saw Jaden Daniels having like one of the the best like career games at LSU. But you know, I mean. I, it's it wasn't it wasn't was like an unreasonable take whatsoever. I think that uh, like I don't think that happened. I think obviously LSU beats Mississippi State more, and I didn't think I didn't really anticipate Mississippi State to be that like you know kind of conservative. I I didn't realize how conservative they've been this year. Yeah, it's true. I but I still look at that game and I say if you play it ten times, LSU wins it nine times. But I think Mississippi State does come out of victory in one of them. Right. But and then your yeah, it doesn't look great, but your you know, other upset pick was Missouri over Kansas State. And it happened. came to a 61 yard field goal that uh Dude. that like I said, that game best that that's the game of the week, like no doubt. Maybe Colorado, Colorado State, but like I would I don't know. That was just like the most like Brady Cook is legit. He might be a top half SEC quarterback at this point. <laughs> like, it's crazy to say, but like, I mean, it, is it? Is it? Is it? I think Cook is. I think Cook is that good. He is. Missouri's fun to watch. I I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to see which SEC top dog they're gonna spoil because it's gonna be one. Yeah, of them. I think they're like they're the they're the Purdue of the SEC. Like I think. Oh, yeah. the, oh, I think yeah. that I think that's the best way to put it. Like they are. They Cook are the, is good. They lost their best receiving weapon, and uh, what's their top receiving guy? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Their guy right now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of the name, but that kid, he showed out for him. The kid that got the dog. Yeah. Got that juice. Dude, what is this? I think it's like, I want to say it's like Labrams or something, something of that nature. It's definitely with an L. Yeah, I know it's with an L, but this is. 101 out of podcast right here. Uh here we go. I got your name. His name. Burden the third. What oh, is, is it is it Labor Luther, Bur- Luther Burden the third. the third? Yeah. I mean, they lost all Dominic Lovett in the transfer portal, and he is a kid that has had to step up and he's done it exceptionally well so far. And I hate that Missouri's not ranked in the top 25. Like that just absolutely just right, like we'll get into that, but it's yeah, legit. yeah. That's a legit win. I'm sorry. Yeah. Close as it may have been, and it, it came down to a miracle field goal. Kansas State is so much Kansas State was 15. They were unranked. 15's no no shabby spot. Like and Kansas State stayed too. I'm pretty sure what did they stay at? No, they dropped out. What? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I thought, yeah, there, there's live some... reaction. Live reaction to the AP Top 25 that I part that I missed. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, that that that's that two. Be... That that those there's two moves, and we'll talk about this. But that one is now added onto the list of yeah, the absolute like some that I agree with whatsoever. No, the two. Okay, let's finish up the recaps of the week before we get into this. Uh, yeah. We hit on a, that one. Associated Press uh, Bantam, business. This uh, well, very uh, reliable source of voting. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, 
my first one that I want to talk about BYU over Arkansas. I actually watched this game pretty closely because it was like a Arkansas started up 14 to nothing. Like they got the uh, punt return for a touchdown. And KJ was looking solid in the BYU, man. I I forget that kid in Slovis was on this team. Obviously started his career out at USC, transferred to Narduzzi's system at Pittsburgh, got replaced by Jurkovic, which, I mean, that that game. Did you watch the backyard brawl at all? That game was ugly, but it was fun. Like, oh. definitely what I uh, what I expected. Like, it's backyard brawl. Like, it's ugly, but, like, you know, it was fun to watch. Uh, but BYU ended up coming away with the win. Definitely excited to get that upset pick of the week. Honestly, I was less confident in this one than my other one, which was Army over UTSA. That UTSA program is not the same team that it's been for the past two years. Like they're not. I don't even know if it's put, like I don't know if they're going to a bowl game. Like they did not. They did not look good. They obviously didn't have Frank Harris. Frank Harris is a completely different, like he might be a top three group of five quarterback, but. They're just not, it's not the same team, but Army actually played such a good football game. Such a good football game. Right. Yeah. I mean, Army is like, Army's a good team. There's, yes. no, there's no doubt about it. Love the, love the triple option. It's still just, it, it makes me cringe to watch, but hey. A win's a yeah. win. Win's a and, win. And you're two and zero, and the boys are freaking hot on the upset picks, man. Yeah, you want to? You want? I believe we are studying on football. Come listen to our upset. Yeah, picks. listen like, to the upset picks of the week. I'm pretty sure we're five and three on the five year combined. Yeah, it's only gonna get. It's only going up from here, man. And we're yeah. not just no slouchy. We're not just picking easy games talking about games that nobody watches that now it's exciting because you should put money on it so right yeah and i mean look, and we we started out hot with duke over clemson but hey if you hey. took the money line in this game you can think the uh you can think the guy <laughs> you can think that msu fan that is uh got a lot to say about uh coming up in our next segment but first first we gotta get to this ap top 25 because i think i just broke robbie's heart honestly yeah, <laughs> I'm perfect, dude. Ridiculous. I got a yeah. word for Associated Press. So I will, I'll list the AP Top 25, and then we'll kind of discuss, you know, what what is going on in this uh, voting room. So number one, we have Georgia, two Michigan, three Texas, four, four Florida State, five USC, six Ohio State, seven Penn State, eight Washington, nine Notre Dame, ten Oregon, eleven Utah, twelve LSU. 13 Alabama, 14 Oregon State, 15 Ole Miss, 16 Oklahoma, 17 North Carolina, 18 Duke, 19 Colorado, 20 Miami, 21 Washington State, 22 UCLA, 23 Tennessee, 24 Iowa, and then the only new team to join, number 25 Florida. Here's my first reaction. What in God's name does freaking Michael Penix have to do to be ranked in the top four? Uh, when the Pac-12, four seventy at the half. Yeah, I mean, it, okay. So here's my. You want to hear my little arguments for over every other team? Yeah. Okay. So why they should be ranked over Penn State? Penn State. What have they done offensively, and really, what have they done defensively? Obviously, they've gotten wins over what they got a win over West Virginia, which is not a bad team, and they won over Illinois. But guess what? Washington's been playing pretty good defense too, while looking better offensively than Penn State. Like, Jimmy Butler, 
at night in the freaking in Happy Valley, and Michael Penix lights that place on fire. Right, yeah, like Penn All State. Time. I mean, obviously, Kalen King, like, going to be probably one of the top DBs taken off the board. And their running back room's good. Their offensive line has played very, very, very underwhelming. Yeah. But Drew Aller doesn't even rival this kid. He doesn't even deserve to be put in the same conversation, man. Yeah, and I honestly, I'm not mad about Ohio State or USC. Like, I think they're all on the same playing field as of right now. I don't, dude. Michael Penix is, we're just going to. Yes, Michael, but. We're going to watch this thing, but it's not even Michael Penix. I could, okay, but I could see him being put over Florida State right now. Like, I think Florida State personally is rated too high after that game. I think they could have dropped under USC. Like, I just, you don't. When again, you don't play that close of a game on a coach that's on the hot seat with the team that lost to what an FCS school, like, yeah, like that's very concerning. Sorry, After Washington, overall, as a football team, okay, dude. so they okay, they didn't lose to a, they almost lost to an FCS team. My bad. Wow, they play, dude, is uh, what's his face? The kid, their head coach, the new Scott Frost, dude, they've played only one possession games within within three points so far this year, man. Maybe Boston, Boston College, maybe Boston, Boston College is first football teams in the country. Yeah, that that is a team like, that seriously would... that was embarrassing by Florida State. Embarrassing. I mean, Jordan Travis did go down, but still, I think your second string guy. Should be better than the first. I mean, uh, Castellanos so is honestly a, a fine you quarterback. A, you have a top three wide receiver room in the country, an offensive line that's going to play. Dude, literally game. let me go back I there. Know. I'll freaking go throw some quick outs. To right, right. Yeah, I'm Coleman. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally kidding when I say that. I think it, I think it just destroyed. <laughs> we wouldn't survive. Right. I, I honestly, I don't mind Texas at three. I don't, no. I mean, honestly, Michigan. Michigan game. Okay. So here's my take on all of this. Um, without Harbaugh, it definitely does not help. However, and I've covered this and I tell this to a lot of people, they definitely are not. We are going to see the true identity and the true, what this Michigan team actually is when they play Rutgers. First of all, Rutgers is very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Rutgers is undefeated. I mean, not necessarily a power in no they just the they Big played 5 and they they do that we saw the type of attitude the type of tempo and the type of you know just identity that Rutgers is in the first half of last season's Rutgers versus Michigan game I mean that team was out playing them physically and that was something we didn't see all season but so I don't I think Michigan is left at two for one reason and one reason only. Blake Corum is still in the backfield and Jim Harbaugh hasn't played. We have not seen this team play a complete football game because right. we didn't have to. I they're three and oh and they have beat every team. They've outscored opponents by an unbelievable margin. Their defense has not given up a touchdown, their first team defense at least. We'll see. Um there there is a question mark. JJ McCarthy, that was if you're gonna have a bad performance, man, you might as well do it against Bowling Green. But holy cow, was I just a ticked off individual watching him do that. And I don't think um, anything could have gotten worse for me than watching Noah Kim try to do something against Washington this weekend. But but I, there's bigger issues at that program than obviously the play that's on the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't dis, I wouldn't rank Michigan lower, but I wouldn't put them. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. 
not better I mean, than Washington. It, They're not better than Washington. Yeah, like I think Washington could be the number two team right now. I think they yep. could be. I yep. think they could reach the choir, man. Top. I think top four. Yeah, they they should be they should be in the top four. Like I don't think. I don't even know if like who is giving Georgia like the majority of these first place votes. Like I think there's a little bit more distribution that needs to be done with those. I think I think they're seriously. If you sit in on whatever, however they do these meetings or discussions, I think everyone up until Georgia loses, they are already written in first place votes for Georgia. It's I get it. Why not? Right? You kind of have to. They've won the national championship the past two years. I don't. Yeah, think. I don't. I care about what they do this season. Like, yep. Carson Beck's the quarterback, not Stetson Bennett. I never thought I'd be saying that, but it's true. Kid won. Yeah, Kid and Stetson Bennett's a backup. No, nope. Stetson Bennett doesn't play in the NFL anymore. On an NFL team that, jeez, no, I don't he, know. he's not on the team. Oh, he's not. I thought he was still there. Oh no, he got dismissed. Oh no, he's got a little drinky. Oh, okay. So it's not okay. So he's just the Jamarcus Russell wannabe. All right. Uh, There there we go. There we go. (laughs) No, but one thing I will say is like, I think Notre Dame could be in the top seven. Notre Dame, absolutely. That's a that's such a great point. Um, Notre Dame, like they have been like honestly, if not the most the second most complete team this season. Obviously they got, they got a lot of big tests to prove that, to prove that throughout the season, especially against Louisville. But, uh, you know, (laughs) no, but in all seriousness, like they, I think if they beat Ohio state, like this is a team that like, they beat Ohio state Notre Dame solidifies himself as a top four team. Right. Not just that national championship contender, in my opinion, if they, if they win. And I don't know, Ohio state looked to the Heisman Heisman contender. Maybe like that is the too. game that I am the most excited for this weekend. Like hands down, I don't really care about much else. Like obviously I care about Colorado, Oregon, but like I think this yeah, game this I think this game matters more in the all grand scheme of things. Dog fight. It's gonna be such a physical battle. Against- I think if because I think Ohio State's gonna game plan to try to stop Audric Estimate, which crazy yeah. stat. He has 4.4 yards after contact. He that's what he averages. So every, people every, people every, that think it's his offensive line, it's no. not just that. Like he is the closest thing to Kenneth Walker when yeah. Kenneth Walker is at Michigan Amen. State. Which, dude, this guy, we check this. I think every week, 8.3 yards per carry. Like I can't even get a running back to do that on my college football revamp dynasty, and this kid's doing it. Like, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but like seriously, this kid. First of all, Notre Dame wins. Not only does it put Sam Hartman in the Heisman conversation, I, I think just, I think this bad. kid deserves That's to be in it as well. If he wins this game, and puts up over a hundred yards on like six yards per carry with a couple touchdowns, like. I love, Heisman. I love that kid. Five eleven. If there if there was a running back to win it this year, I think it'd be him because they use him yeah. a lot more than a traditional RB one at most programs. Yep. This kid's a brute, man. This kid's a brute. He's already at five hundred yards or at week four. Yeah. Honestly, you want to hear a team that I think I should I think should be ranked higher. Um I think I, this Oklahoma team should honestly be above Bama right now. 
Like, yeah, that's a great take. They that's, they have they're sec- here. Yeah, they. I mean, I think we're waiting for them to play someone too, which definitely uh would definitely help their case in the sense that uh they would be you know ranked higher obviously like they have they play but they've dominated their competition man like gabriel is so good and not just that their backup quarterbacks look good too which i mean alabama alabama could use one of those qbs right now like i bet there's i bet they're sitting at home like man we could use one of these guys right now but yeah jackson arnold would be a great addition he's only a freshman he's i think he's the only freshman qb honestly in the country other than dante that could start right now and lead their team to success yeah yeah uh i yeah i mean honestly i think miami could be a little bit higher i think they are i think they're a top 15 team and then I just I don't understand the Florida at twenty five and Tennessee still being ranked. That's really the yeah. only. I don't yeah. even know about Iowa because that they looked bad against Western in that first half. And I mean they pulled it together and scored forty one points. But sorry, Iowa sucks. They will get exposed. We're just gonna wait for it. Um, nah, Iowa, Iowa. I don't know. They're they're definitely gonna be some fun to watch against Penn. I think they're gonna get Penn State trouble personally. I don't think Penn State Penn State's offense is good enough. To, like if they were to play Ohio State this week or even play Michigan, like I think they'd be able to dominate them up too too much up front. But yeah, Penn State, like I think Penn State's offensive line, like they're really gonna have to hone it together. And Drew Aller is gonna ha- kind of have to play that I'm here moment. Like, yeah, the way JJ did against Ohio State. Type. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like he's gonna have to have one of those types of games for me to be convinced. Yep. Um. Yeah, the fact that Tennessee's in the top 25 right now is so irking, especially the fact that Kansas State is not on this list. I don't even I don't even think it's Kansas State, Missouri and Clemson. Like I know Clemson looked bad a couple of weeks ago, but they where where Missouri's better than Florida. They're better than Florida. Yeah, Missouri's better than Iowa. I think they're better than Tennessee. I don't know about UCLA yet. Not yet. I Not yet. But that. yeah, they should be in the top 25. They deserved every reason. They beat a good team. They've had a, a relatively good season so far. And like, I mean, the SEC, like there is one team ranked inside the top 10. One team. That team and that team might He's not finish with that number one ranking. Uh, that's that's well, all I'm going to say. They might not go to the playoff because Ole Miss might spoil that yeah i don't think Ole miss is a playoff team though to be completely honest with you no, so. i don't see i don't either i just think they they spoil the opportunity okay this this is a really good question really good for content purposes who if the college football playoff were to start today and you were on the committee who would be your top four my top four Ooh, that's a great question that's a after question. three weeks of football after three weeks of football right now Mm. My top four goes in this order. Georgia, Washington, Texas, and Michigan. That's my top four. I don't okay. I, I but that could change after this week. Right. Here's, yeah. Here's one. I here, I'll, we'll give you this. After three weeks. 
this is this is a better question. So, and I want you, you're going to give your answer on right now after week three, if if the season ended today, if this was the whole season, right? Okay. Oh, but the next hypothetical question is, what is your prediction after three weeks of play that the final after twelve weeks of play is? What is that? Okay. What is so if it were to end today, I'd put honestly, I'll give Georgia the number one slot. I'll yep. put Washington at two. I'm going to put Texas at three. Yep. That number four spot's tough. It's tough. It, it is because. Honestly, just because they have a big win, I'm going to give the nod to Florida State. Yeah, it's fair. They do have a big win. LSU is such a legit win. It yeah. is. Especially LSU, like, proving that, like, there's still a good SEC team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it goes to yeah. Florida State. And, I mean, like like you said, it, it's a big week, a lot of big matchups. So who do I think to finish the season? Yes. What is your final? What's your what's the what's the college football playoff going to be this year? Jeez, this is such a tough question, man. All right, in no particular order. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say. I think Michigan's in there. Yeah. I think Washington's in there. Absolutely. I think Texas is in there. And I think Notre Dame's in there. Yes. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm right. I'm literally right there. Washington, but Michigan, Texas, lock it in. My next two out yep. would be USC. Yep. Got mm-hmm. mm, no, not me. Not me. Ooh, you're not a believer. I don't know. USC's no. looked USC, I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of uh I think they I think they they got something going on there and I think they're going to be continuing to trend in the right direction. And then I'll say Georgia or LSU would finish outside of the top 6 as well. Whoever wins the SEC championship, honestly. But for me is USC or not USC. Colorado. This is in no order. Colorado and oh, we're bold here. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I think this team Colorado and and I don't know if I want to say Ole Miss because it would take them having to beat both Bama and Georgia and win the SEC. Right. Yeah. But I just I like maybe whoever finishes in second in the Big Ten East in in Penn State or or uh, Ohio State. But see, the problem the is time, is that you know the college football unless the SEC literally everyone goes to nine three. Right. They're gonna it's, put someone in there. That's the problem. That is the problem. Because unless Sam Hartman actually is like a lock for the Heisman, like literally just balls out against every big team, you have to think that an SEC team gets the nod over them if right. as long as undefeated. Like if Georgia wins out, but Al and Notre Dame does the same thing and like Georgia just, you know, dominates. but if Georgia wins the SEC championship, like you can't deny a team that goes 13 and 0. Cause I don't think there's going to be, I don't think, no, no, no. I don't I would, think, I don't that. think there's honestly going to be, there might be one or two other teams that finish 13 and 0. Maybe like, I think this is like the most like parody competitive, like college football landscape we've seen in a very long time. Do you, do you think that this is the first year we see a two loss team in? I think it's very possible, but it kind of also depends. I think it's too early to tell, to be honest. I think that's the best answer right now. I think if you ask me in week eight, 
and yeah. see how things are I, I shaping think the top out. These have strong enough schedules to where, because I think this top 10 doesn't really get shaken up anymore. Like there's pretty much. It's I think, sh- yeah. Like I think this top 10, like I, the only teams that I really see sliding in there is like maybe Oklahoma and Utah. I think they're both two yeah. teams that I think, are, I think one of these three big 10 teams, but I will say you want to hear my sleeper college football playoff team. Miami. I think like I think this Miami team is legit. You want to go mine? I'm I'm a little intrigued because you <laughs> Yeah, I, I kinda had a feeling you're gonna go that route. But like, yeah, I mean if both these teams were to play their cards right, and as long as they don't get hurt and continue to perform to their peak ability, like they're yeah. they're capable. Do we I think they're gonna win the college football playoff? No. But I think they if everything were to play out right. Is Oklahoma a sleeper college football team? I think there's, I mean, after going seven and five last season, people really haven't had too much expectations. And really, I like that Miami pick actually, because I actually, I do think that if we saw the true colors and if Florida State really did get exposed by Boston College, that ultimately leaves this Atlantic Coast Conference so open. Yeah, and if Louisville doesn't win it, then I think it's Miami. And Van Dyke's on a heater right now. Yeah. And I mean, their defense like their defense looks okay i think the receivers are like also like if you watch that miami team last year like none of those kids were getting really open this year like those receivers are making a lot of plays and that's something that's very intriguing to see i think the run game's okay i think their offensive lines improved Miami's like, defensive line is like their edge rushes are legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they got a legit defense this year, too. And Texas AM's no joke. Like I don't think they get enough credit. I don't think they ever will just because Jimbo is a uh, walking uh, rod. Yeah. Like, but that Texas AM roster and like they're able, like, I think Texas AM's problem is, is like, because who they have at head coach and just not going to make the greatest like close games decisions nor play complete games. But there was someone else in there that like was a little bit more, uh, not as much of, uh, I guess what's the word Nimrod. Uh, <laughs> I think they, I think they'd be in the, uh, I think they'd be in the conversation for a top 15 sec championship type team to be on completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think it honestly, if it's any other SEC coach than Jimbo, I think they'd be all right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the final segment. Who is the best for the MSU job? I put five candidates of my own. I don't know how much you put. I I have one that I really, really think is so intriguing and so interesting to talk about. And I believe he's on your list. All right. And that'll be, I'll just give it out right now because this uh, okay. is one guy that I just want to like, I want to just, I'll, I'll let it out and then I'll let you talk. Okay. I'm a little bit more passionate about Michigan state than you right, are. Right. And so, but so am I, because I actually do want to see this program recover. I, the big 10, I love watching the way the big 10 plays football. And if it's competitive four teams deep, that's so fun. That is, right. that makes for just such great football. And because I also think the big 10 is going to become divisionless. So like that just makes it even more fun if there's right, not the yeah. but I think it's Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien Yeah, he he was on my list. But he revived how, how like on a scale of one to ten, how likely is that? That's such a tough it's such a tough question because there's so many factors that play into that. If if Nick Saban retires 
Bill O'Brien, you would arguably say, goes right there, right? That's where he he gets the. I I, I would think that he'd get that job. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know the immediate uh, coaching candidates for Alabama. Maybe Dion, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that i think we need to save that for that conversation for when it happens i don't i don't really want to put all those i don't, like, don't want to talk about yeah, that but yeah that, i think the I, factor is and this is also legitimate but you know has to happen bill belichick retires and bill o'brien is also very loved in that um in that program he's right. very loved and that's also a possibility but, you know, none of those jobs open and, you know, he really does have a great year because it's not talked about enough. He has transformed Mac Jones, transformed him. Right. We're seeing him play at his fullest potential again. That It would be cool. It would be super cool. It'd be great. This is that it's the it's the level of hire that would not let recruits run. It would not set the program like the program would not be set back five years. It get fans excited like that's that's that type of hire. Yeah, I think that would be like all around a plus hire. Like if right. you mess but, this up, okay. then there's obviously bigger problems here than the, and the problem is, though. And this is what I this is why I don't think it happens is not because all those factors don't happen. It's because they would have to throw a bag at them and Michigan State's not going to do that. Not after what just happened. Yeah, I think. So I'll give the rest of my list. Bill O'Brien was my last guy because I just don't know how likely it is. That's the mm-hmm. only reason why. Mm-hmm. I think if you're Michigan State, you should be blowing out Mike Elko's phone. I think Mike Elko turned Duke around. He's been pretty good as a coordinator and assistant his whole entire career. I think if you give him the resources, because Michigan State's like a very resourceful and very like they invest a lot of money into their athletic programs. If you give Elko those resources, I think he turns this into a potential top 10 team in the future. Mm. I love Elko. I think he is such, I, I just think he's a great coach. Right. Like, whatever way you want to talk about it, dude, Duke has never been invested into their football program. And he's right. And he is the like sole reason why they universities behind him, man. Right. Yeah. Like it's not Duke basketball anymore. It's Duke football. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, that's so well said. Next guy, uh, Pat Narduzzi, only because I don't know how good Pitt's going to be this year. And they might not extend him, but Narduzzi came from Michigan State. I think he'd fit well. I think it'd, I think it'd be a longer process of a rebuild, and I don't think you're going to recruit as well. But I think in terms of player development, finding gems in the transfer portal, really playing like finding an identity as a team. Cause that's one thing I will say with Mel Tucker is like Michigan state, their identity was they couldn't cover. Like, I think that's the only like true identity you could say out of this team. I think if they have Narduzzi, I think they find some sort of identity within themselves. And I think that like, I think it'd be like similar to a D'Antonio. He played, he was coached under D'Antonio. I don't think, I don't, want D'Antonio coming back because I don't think it's a long tenure and I don't want I mean I don't know how I'd feel about Harum but I don't think that an in-house hire would make the most sense at its program at Michigan State especially after everything that's happened Mm -hmm. I think Sean Lewis if you were to go coordinator hire I think he's the number one guy you got to reach out to and I and I left that one for you because obviously that's an obvious 
last one, man. Yeah, like, like that, it, that guy's it, job. And yeah, he, and then the last guy before I give some names, that, before I give a name, two names that like I think like it could work out, but it couldn't. But the last one I'd be for sure on is Lance Leipold from Kansas. Mm. He has mm. taken that Kansas program and identified the talent out of there, and they're a good looking football team. Like they were ranked at one point last year, they're getting votes now. Jalen Daniels is a phenomenal player. They have guys that can play at every position. Mm-hmm. I think if you're if you were to go the developmental route and go that sort of way, he gets the most out of his players. I think that's what you want if you're Michigan State, because Michigan State's able to get a higher level of talent. They could look really good. Now, a name that I did see that I really did not think about, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. I yeah. saw that. I was kind of like, "Oh, that that could go very good. It could go very bad." Very bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, all right. I'll just. I mean, because I did read about this, but I I knew that you were passionate about it, so I didn't want to steal your thunder. But I was expecting this name, and I'm shocked I didn't hear it. All right. If you're saying Mark Stoops, I don't nope. know. Nope. Campbell. Nope. Okay, I'm a little. In the, big Jim, in the big Jim time. Leonard. No, that's also that was a name though that I was very. There's, uh, so... there's two names after this one, and Jim Leonard was one of them that I was going to throw out. Mike Tressel. Oh, the Wisconsin, yeah, coordinator. Yeah. He... See, I don't. I just don't want Mich. I I want someone to be with experience in head coaching. I think that's my thing. I don't and want this... someone new running. This one's crazy. But it would be sick, and I would honestly brute for it. Brian Hartline. I see, I see, I see that name too. And like, I think maybe long term, yeah. But I think Michigan State's good enough of a program where if they get a good head coach, yeah, I think they could flip it around quicker. I got, I got a name. So you, you want head coaches? Like, you yeah. want? Is that have head coach? What about Huff? What about Charles Huff? Charles Huff. Where does he? Oh, I did see that name. I I also saw Jason Candle too. Like if there was two group of five coaches to come, I think those two, especially because Toledo is just a very good team. And Marshall's Marshall's been a good team too. Like I think those are two pretty good group of five guys that, yeah. Gosh, I'd I could love see Jason Candle come over and bring Caleb Osborne with him. That'd be electric, dude. That'd, That'd be a lot of rushing. <laughs> he can throw the football, man. Yeah. yeah. But I, I like Huff. I think Huff would be sweet. But... I the one name that like I wish would happen, but I don't think that's going to is Kalen DeBoer. But or Kleeman. Kleeman. Chris Coke. Kleeman. Head coach, Kansas State. Okay, I saw I saw Grub too as a guy, and honestly, if they were to go coordinator, I think the way he's able to scheme stuff up, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think like I don't know, like if you look at the offensive play calling for Michigan State, kind of not working in the best ways. Like I think it's very simplistic, and they've kind of ran the same stuff for a couple of years. And I don't think they get too creative. I also don't think they have the assets or personnel 
that Washington does either. So I think Washington's also just probably ex- better at executing it. You get a quarterback in there that you know can do some creative. If Pine Michael Penix somehow has another year of eligibility, if he wants to come to East Lansing, you know, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm totally just take over the Big Ten. Nah, uh, yeah. I mean, any other thoughts or crazy one? Nick Saban comes back to finish his Dude, college. I know. I just had to stop the <laughs> I, nah, I, don't, I don't think that's happening. Imagine. I've also seen, and this is just probably because it's Michigan State uh, Twitter accounts, because I'm I'm pretty active with uh, my following of them. I keep seeing like Dion just like photoshopped and like prime gear yeah i don't think i don't think Dion brings his louis and freaking holy apparently shador is not going to the nfl he's staying another year according to Dion. that's not happening i don't know i think let's kid to go number one overall which i get it but (laughs) dude you can't risk that injury dude let's just the entire university of michigan state if Dion showed up, you thought that place was crazy. Now, holy, it would blow the doors. Yeah, off I think, place. I think it, I think it honestly, I don't know if it'd be the best hire. <laughs> like, I love, I love Prime. I just don't think Michigan State's well, a place for him. I, in my opinion, just in my opinion, he comes. Everyone comes with him. We know that he will get his bags. They will come, dude. It's so it's it's so hypothetical, so hypothetical. I think he wait. I personally think he waits for. I think he waits for a job. I think honestly, like if Ohio State doesn't perform well in the next couple of years, and that job comes open, I think that's that's his job, dude. Like that, like Alabama almost doesn't even fit the identity that Prime likes to run. Um, Dude, you know it'd be a really good place, honestly, for Prime. Georgia. Yeah. I think yeah. that'd be an ideal landing spot for him or Florida State. Georgia. There's, yeah. We, we 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 could make a whole uh tier yeah. list of colleges. We yeah. that that's a good video idea. Do a it whole is, tier. I, I think cuz I think Ohio State to be honest with you, Ohio State or Georgia's the mecca of it. Like yeah. that's what the guy would just or Clemson. I think he'd really fit at Clemson too. If Dabo were to ever go away. When Dabo goes away. Uh, yeah, it's gonna happen probably sooner or later. Proposal of the greatest facilities and the best. I mean, he does have really good assistance, but the best facilities, the best everything, that brand, his brand plus the brand of Ohio State. I mean, we're talking record breaking recruiting classes, record breaking. These kids would be making the stupidest amount of money, dude. It's the dynasty, man. It would, it would, yeah, break. it, it would, uh, thing that Dude, would be him crazy. playing in the in the big game, Michigan, Ohio State, and primes on the other side of Harbaugh. Screw that. As a Michigan fan, I say, heck no, it's <laughs> over. He takes that game personally, dog. Yeah, unless Urban Meyer joins the dark side and Harbaugh gets fired. And- Urban no. Meyer, Urban Meyer to Michigan. I'd never be a Michigan fan. Dude, that's one thing that I've seen that I'm just like, no way. Uh, for Urban at, at Michigan State, Har- Urban Meyer would rather go coach at freaking I don't even know Northwood University than than at Michigan. I'm talking Michigan State. 
Oh, oh. I don't know, because I thought if there was any job in recent history that he would take, he would have taken the USC job. Yeah. He wouldn't. He would not take that Michigan. He. I don't they, think. I just don't think he. Would him. I don't think they would give it to him. He's been in a bad limelight. They do. They cannot have characters. Yeah. They cannot have bad apples. It's like they are walking on thin ice right now, just with the image of their university. It's an interesting place, man. It's, yeah. It's it's tough. I just. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for this recruiting outflux of guys decommitting and transfer portal hits, but it's not happening. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, uh, Colorado's calling Nick Marsh's phone now. So there's uh, that. <laughs> I would. I, it's. I'm just waiting for when he's in there. When he's at Colorado. Yeah, I mean Underwood. Uh, took a visit to. Underwood's going. If should be. I think. Gonna... I think Deion's not gone from Colorado at that point, though. To be honest with you. If Underwood commits, I think that means. Dion has told everyone that he's staying. If they start the 20, 20- I just I don't think that Dion. I think he. I think he's looking for. I mean, obviously, he's bringing a lot of resources into the program, but I think he's also in the near future going to look for a better job because I don't think Colorado. Me personally, I don't think Colorado is a long term fit for Dion. No, I don't think they can sustain Dion. Right. Dion needs more. Like actually, like he actually needs more just resources to be able to like Dion is not going to stop this thing until he wins a natty. Like I don't think D I think Dion was very spot on, but also dead serious about his take on going to the NFL. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's ever, that's, that's his, that that's not him. Honestly, like, and I don't think that's a thing for a lot of college coaches either. Yeah. You got, it's a, you're, you gotta be a different breed of human. To be able to do that, it's just I mean, Nick Saban didn't really work out in the NFL, right? A lot of good coaches don't work out in the NFL. Urban Meyer didn't work out in the NFL, which that's just because of how things were ran in Jacksonville. And I don't think Jacksonville assessment of talent was great. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Cliff Kingsbury didn't really work out. Who else is in college that really didn't work out in the NFL in recent memory? I can't really. I think Kirby Smart would work. I think Kirby Smart would be like one of those guys. Chip Kelly didn't really work out in the NFL. Yeah, he really didn't. Did he? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think, well, I mean, Harbaugh worked out in the NFL and then he came back to college. Yeah. But he was different because his play call style was NFL. Yeah, Very for sure. Very All right, we definitely have dragged the audience away from our uh, – fantasy yeah. world though <laughs> we're gonna wrap up we're gonna wrap up the show here make sure you listen to our week four preview slash prediction show gonna give you two upsets of the week again because you know i i, I was undefeated last week so and i make the rules here so sure. <laughs> if you don't like it don't listen uh no but make sure to follow us on all our socials uh gonna try to continue to get out some reels content and then maybe we'll move into some more exclusive stuff maybe do like like we said the tier list videos like do do some entertaining stuff around here thank you for listening please drop a follow or subscribe to us on youtube and thank you for watching